From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us in the three major social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold May Day beer and let's get after it. Let's do it. Got some tossed in the sauce. Don't forget, Pucks Out is powered by May Day Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join us and celebrate Ozzy's birthday. And if uh, you don't know Ozzy, then get out to May Day and meet him. Uh, on November 27th, there at Mayday Brewery. And don't forget, on December 2nd, join us and everyone else who's cool uh, at Mayday for our uh, beer release for the Pucks Out Pale Ale. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's going to probably be some Michelin reviewers there. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, all of the, you know, Guy Fieri, he, you yeah. know, he's going to be there. Uh, Gordon Ramsay, all of the big critics uh, in the world. They're going to be there. Simon Cowell. Val, Val Kilmer. George Val Clooney. Kilmer. Simon Cowell is going to be yeah. there. I mean, you know, Mike Tyson. He'll probably yeah. All probably of these are still up. tentative. But They're I ten- mean. The invites are out, though. Yeah. And you have to assume the invites are out. I mean, we haven't got a no yet, which means. We have not yes. We have not been contacted by the people. I mean, they're pro- they may be fashionably late. So if you do show up and then you leave, they may be there after you're there. So yeah. we're not necessarily liars if they, if they don't show up. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. Today, we're talking a whole bunch of news. We are doing our uh, first season review of the NHL season. Uh, we got our games of the week, joke of the week, and much, much more. How have you been this week, buddy? I have been good. I'm finally able to speak freely. We did a awesome, awesome bingo event at uh, Mayday. That was sick. That was awesome. Um, you know, I'm you know not not a fantastic week in games of the week, but it was not a one four one and four week for me. Uh, rough night last night, but overall pretty decent weekend uh, gambling. We got uh, you know Stephanie's '90s birthday party, yeah. Dirty Thirty coming up, so that's gonna be that's gonna be That'll pretty be sick. Um, the big secret over the past you know few weeks, uh, I guess it was three weeks worth of recording, which I teased a secret at everybody. <laughs> Uh, I was on jury duty, uh, medical malpractice case. I'm not going to get into the the specifics and the details. Uh, I was the jury four person, so that's sick. Go obviously go ahead and look up the uh, court records. Your boy's in there, okay? Uh, juror number ten. That was that was me. Uh, it was it was long. It was the average length of jury duty is three days, and uh, if you don't include weekends, just the days that I was there, I was there for 13 days. You know, if there's a courtroom sketcher, are you there was not, there was no sketcher. hired one to come out. That would have been so sick. Obviously the coolest, uh, you know, and it was medical malpractice. So I feel like I'm basically qualified paralegal now, uh, you know, qualified medical assistant. I know so many words. Uh, I know all sorts about all sorts of stuff. Coolest, coolest person in the whole place. The stenographer, dude. She, 
wrecked it, man. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, I don't even yeah. get. I, I don't. So I had a, when we were talking, I had this funny idea. And I'm sure that somewhere this is like a skit on some variety show. But I'm just imagining someone like lying on their resume and they're like, you know, it, it, to get like to be a courtroom sketcher. And they go in and they have a very <laughs> serious trial with like like dead child. It's caricatures. It, yeah, they've been working at like Six Flags, and they're like, "I'm sorry, can we please uh, can we go back and look at the uh, sketch to see if this is the person we point out?" And it's like, "Yeah, uh, this like, oh my god, that is a striking resemblance." <laughs> yeah, so you know we're gonna be. Uh, it was a civil trial, so no, you know, no, uh, no true crime. But I mean, I feel don't, like don't. we feel like we should still develop this and maybe just slowly at first until like uh, like somebody's listening today it's going to be all about sports and pop culture and all this stuff but if they just stop listening they come back next year then all of a sudden boom we're just full true true crime you know like i want to implement this year-long plan to turn us into a true crime podcast yeah so uh last week was uh for me uh i had a Great last week, uh, up to Sunday of gambling, you know, cashed out, won some more money, doubled my money. Then uh, I made a joke before the game last night to Meg. I was like, yeah, you know, as long as what Brandon, as long as what doesn't always happen where the moment Brandon and I start tailing each other, but I'm like, nah, it won't happen this time. And it's, it's, and it's not like one of us is good and the other one's bad. It's if, if I'm doing good and you start tailing me, then we lose. We both lose. If you're doing good, you've been on the hot streak lately, and I tell you, boom, we both lose. Yeah. It's We can both be on a streak, and really, realistically, we ruin each other's yeah. streaks. The moment uh, you were like, oh, I might get in on that, I like jokingly was like, oh, I'm definitely lost done, it now. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and like, honestly, the problem is, is was like, I was like, no. And then you talked me into it. Like, <laughs> just like I've talked you into stuff before. And like, like my points made sense. Like no, the Rams they were great points. Should have that should have been an easy game for the Rams. I, I was just like, man, there's. I was just not feeling it. I was like, uh, and then I was like, no, no, no. I'm I'm thinking too much into it, and of course I was not. So, yeah, um, that's my B as always, um, or or your B yeah. whenever you get up and get in on it. Uh, uh, Asian basketball unders. I have been. Yeah. I've been hitting pretty. I've been hard doing pretty on. good at NBA. Last night I had uh, a parlay with Job Mormont, and he. Uh, I mean, they pulled him because they were going against the Rockets, and they were just beating the shit out of him. He needed over t- uh, twenty four and a half points. He got to twenty three points, and they pulled him oh, that's with like rough. six minutes left in the game. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, and you know, it's you know me. I, you're a, you you prefer betting overs. I prefer betting unders. I don't even know what yeah. the what the reasoning for that is. So a lot of times, what I've been doing lately, and it's actually been pretty good odds, is I like betting overs. So I take the alternative line and take a lower number. That way, I still get to root for the over. But like for example, his actual like projected points were like thirty one. Yeah. Was that was like his standard points? And I was like, I'm gonna take low. I don't think he's against the Rockets. Don't think he's getting that. And I was close, but then he got pulled. Do you think it's something to do with? you know, our difference uh, of thought process where you want people to succeed and I want everyone to (laughs) fail. Possibly. That is, I think that could be it. That could be it. Now this is a psychiatric uh, podcast. Well, that'll be in two years, Bobby. That can be the two year plan where we can just transition through every aspect of every different podcast. So we show up on all these lists (laughs) and you know, that's numbers right there, baby. But all right, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right. Alexander Ovechkin passes Brett Hull for fourth all time in goals. 
Uh, not when we bet on him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was actually talking to a buddy of mine. Uh, have you ever seen the show Mindhunters? Uh, no, I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Brett Hull looks ex- almost identical to one of like the main actors in that show. I think it is Brett Hull. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, he was actually so the actor seemed sober while he was uh, while he was. Oh, that's yeah. not Brett Hull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So absolutely wild. Fourth all time. Um, moving on. Uh, and you can check this out on Twitter. We'll uh, I'll retweet this a little bit later from the show account. Sidney Crosby absolutely loses his cool. Have you seen the video yet? I have not, but it looks like you've got it posted here. So I will go and take a look. I've never seen that guy lose his cool or slam his slam people's head into yeah. the ice or so anything. Here it is. That looks. Barry goes back working with Crosby. Crosby looks a little bit frustrated too. That, that looks very similar to. The PK Subban. Yeah. No play. call. No meeting with player safety. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's that's that. I think that's what fresh frustrates people more than anything else regarding the wild array of what you're going to get from player safety yeah. is that if you're 87, you're immune to this. Yeah. You know, imagine yeah. if Tom Wilson had done that to Sidney Crosby, that same exact <clears throat> slamming, like literally there would still be riots yeah. in the streets like of he, Pittsburgh. To say that he threw him into the boards is not even appropriate. It was he, not. I like, mean, it was like what he did. I have thrown people out of bars less violently than he, what he did to that. It is. And it, it see, the thing is like last year when, when uh Shifley was it Shifley or Wheeler, comes around that goal and hits that guy and everybody got all up in arms. This was not even a hockey play. Yeah. This wasn't a, oh, he, he hit a guy into the boards. Like he grabbed him from his shoulders and slings him around into the boards. On a, like, well, technically there's no rule book about that. There's nothing about, do, you know, about doing a wrestling move. Yeah. I mean, and, and I still stand by what I was saying on the Tom Wilson thing to Panarin. Like, <laughs> Dude got up in some guy's face and got and got ragdolled for it, and everybody's coming at Tom Wilson. And I'm sure I haven't been on on uh, on the hockey Reddit, but I'm sure that there were many a men coming to this man's defense. Well, yeah, it's I mean that's that's classic. I didn't expect anything less. I didn't see anything about it, but if you would have said. Hey, do you, what, what do you think happened? I would have said nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, Connor McDavid hit 600 points. Uh, they did a little breakdown here showing he has only gotten better. Shocker that the best player in the world, as he hits, gets to his prime age, is getting better. The, his first 100 uh, points he did in 92 games. The next 100 he did in 82 games. 100 points in a season. Uh, the next 100, 68 uh games the next hundred 67 400 to 500 points 64 and the last hundred points in 53 games that's a lot of that's that's shortened season 100 points uh, ridiculous i mean when this man goes from 15 to 1600 it's gonna be uh in a game yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one game uh you know and then when he goes from 17 to eighteen hundred, that was ha- that was half a period there. Yeah, it was one power play. <laughs> that was it's so absolutely absurd. I mean, we always talked about uh, well, Gretzky's goal, you know, points record is untouchable. I still believe that, but I mean, it's getting harder and harder to think that yeah. with with the with the amount of points that this man is throwing down. It is absolutely 
amazing in today's game that he's able to do this. Yeah, 426 games, the man has 600 points, over 600 points. So, I mean... Do we know how long... It, are we able to see Gretzky's first 600 points? I'm sure that we could probably do the research, but uh, I am not ESPN, so no. no. <laughs> I'm sure that when Gretzky holds the end of scoring 600 points, he scored 600 points in his first 274 games. Okay, so... Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong in the thought process here, but I mean, still, it's still it's still absolutely ridiculous. Even, and it's like every time you learn a new stat about what Gretzky did, you're like, wow. It's just like wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like I was trying to, you know, I didn't. I, I said, oh, it's still unbeatable, but maybe it'll be close. It does not seem like that. It's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's all. It was also a different period of hockey. I mean, I mean, it, they were playing against Swiss cheese and you know playing a net at the time. I'm sure if you put McDavid in that same time period, he would have absolutely blown those people away. Um, <clears throat> uh, we have some. He wasn't born yet. <laughs> he would have been terrible. <laughs> Babies don't get to play good hockey, dude. <laughs> uh, the uh, NHL has paused Ottawa's season due to a COVID outbreak. The next three games have been postponed. Games against the Devils, the Preds, and the Rangers will be rescheduled. Um. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I think you mentioned that sometime, some time before the season, the NHL mentioned they would not be postponing any games, and I kind of said, "Yeah, we'll see what happens." Yeah. When you know, people I think we were both COVID. like that. I was like, "Yeah, okay. sure, <laughs> okay." Uh, yeah. So no surprise. Yeah, uh, that uh, that really hurts fantasy players because I mean, I I think the Rangers only had two games that week that the the, the game got postponed for one of the t- I, it was either the Rangers or the Devils only had like two games or maybe three games. Now, I mean, if you have a Rangers owner, they. It's this week that we're currently in, I'm guessing. I, I would, yes. Just tell us who, who, what games are missing, and I'll tell you. <clears throat> the, uh, you know, they, so they're gaming against the Devils, they're gaming against the Predators, and they're gaming against the Rangers. And New Jersey had three games. Uh, yeah, the Preds are down to two. Yeah. The Maple Leafs and uh, Montreal. Uh, Ottawa has zero now. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that hurts a lot. Uh, I mean, they're, there's some folks probably uh, in desperate need of, of Brady uh, Brady Tuchuk, uh and his skill set there. I mean, that can hurt you in a matchup for yeah. sure. But all right, <clears throat> the uh, the top three the Hur- um, the Hurricanes have taken back the top spot in the power rankings according to CBS Sports. Uh, the top three are now the uh, the Hurricanes, the Wild, and the Oilers. Did not. I mean, if you if asked me before the season, sorry, I wouldn't. You would, I would not have thought the Wild would be in the top five this season. But man, yeah, they I are. Mean, they're looking good. They're looking. They're looking real good. I mean, I, I believe we both had them in playoff spots. Am I remembering that correctly? Maybe. I mean, yeah, we just say a lot of stuff. I think we both we'll did. Say we did. Uh, I, I'm more. I think more surprised about the Predators being in a in a playoff spot yeah. right now. Um, and I mean, you know, and we're going to talk about that in our first month review. We've got our. Uh, you know, I, we are going to talk, you know, out, we have a couple things, but one of the things we're also going to talk about is the um, things that I think will fade away and the biggest, you know, you know, fool's gold. Um, and if you ask me now, <clears throat> I would say I think the Preds are fool's gold this year, this year. I don't think that what they're doing will will I don't think they can sustain this, at least what I've seen from them in the past. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I mean, this is the I mean, nobody would have thought we could have sustained that in 2017. So, I mean. This is a this is a arguably a better roster than it was in 2017 overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could be right. We could fall off the the grid tomorrow. Anaheim could fall off the grid tomorrow. 
And nobody would be surprised, but if those two teams are sitting there and they play, they're playing each other for the Western Conference Championship like they were in 2017. <laughs> also, you know, I mean, this yeah. is this is hockey. It could definitely happen. Yeah. Who saw the Canadians go into the Stanley Cup, uh, uh, the Stanley Cup final last year? Nobody really would, would. I mean, I'm sure that there's some some jerk that put the plus two thousand on it on them going there or something. But um, I mean, it's. It's a it's a brutal game. It's a long season too. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's definitely going to change things up for sure. The Islanders are finally returning home to the island. Uh, they will f- play their first home game of the season this Saturday on the twentieth after thirteen road games to start the season. Well, that is that is rough on players and coaches. That that's a lo- that's a long road trip. That's why I mean the the fact is that they were five five and two through that. I mean they look they didn't look great, but I mean that's a lot of road games in a row. Uh, I mean and and I think coming going in five five and two, getting getting out there that's great. I mean in my opinion, I don't know how you feel about it, but a, a long road stretch like that. <clears throat> and I mean like, what is that? Just it's just under five hundred pretty much. I mean. Uh, I mean, it would be 500 even yeah. because, I mean, the overtime losses yeah. they get points for. So, uh, I mean, this is a sh- – uh, teams are showing up in the East that, that we didn't expect. I mean, Boston is sitting here at 8-5-0 eight and fi- eight, five and zero and are on the outside looking in of a playoff spot right now. I mean, Florida, Toronto, Tampa Bay uh, in the Atlantic, Carolina, Washington, and the Rangers in the, the Metro – and then, uh, and then Detroit and New Jersey are the wild, current wild card teams. So I mean, it is. Uh, there's a lot of shuffling going on around. Um, and I, I, I said I thought they had like 18 home games in a row. That's that's not true. They have once they return home, they've got uh, one, two. They've got four home games in in a row at home, and then in December they have 10 home games out of 14 in December. So if you're a season ticket holder up there, get ready to travel to to the island a lot. All right, let's move on to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. College football playoffs coming down the line. Yeah, I mostly wanted to talk about the AP poll and then the the college football playoff standings. Uh, Cincinnati sitting at number three in the AP top 25 and sitting at number five in the college football playoff uh, as an, as an undefeated team. Uh, obviously I don't think that Cincinnati is a, a playoff team. However, they sold the playoff to us as the fact that, Oh, thank goodness. We're not letting computers pick this anymore. Well, now it's just people doing exactly what they said shouldn't be shouldn't be done. Literally in the in the college football playoff commercial, it was they were they were hyping up about the fact that Cincinnati won't get left out anymore. Literally, <laughs> this specific team, uh, I don't I don't think it's I, I, they have to in my mind have a more clear cut. So you said I'm sorry. You said uh, I lost track. You said that Cincinnati's not in the top four. <clears throat> they're in the top three yes. in the AP poll. Yeah, but in the playoff ranking, they are number five. Okay. And so I just I'm not sure. 
uh, I'll, I'll bet you can imagine who's in there. It's Georgia 1, Alabama 2, Oregon 3, and Ohio State 4. I mean, that's... I don't uh, like Oregon in there. Um, I mean, Oregon uh, at least has some some solid statement what is uh, so i'm looking and, at the ap what is uh notre dame in the college football playoffs uh, po- in uh, the playoff nine yeah even that's too high for him yeah uh, i mean i i just i'm not sure i'm not sure that i that i get it uh i mean we just have now we just have a group of people picking these yeah. blue blood schools instead of i mean it, it would have been better off for the computer generated thing so at least you could blame it on someone else we have one we have one or two weeks left before it's done or what do we uh, have generally it's two weeks you usually have about 12 games if you have a conference championship and then does and does the conference championship affect the rankings for the final four it does <laughs> right yeah i mean it, it it's a play in for some people right if the I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. based on... I couldn't remember if the Final Four was decided before the conference championship <clears throat> or not. No, no, no. I mean, it's after all the games are played. Uh, but, I mean, we're looking at more than likely a Alabama, uh, Alabama-Georgia Alabama championship unless Auburn can go in and beat Alabama. And, I mean, that's happened before. We've yeah. played spoiler like that. Um, and then I think Texas A&M would slot in there because they because they'll have the head to head matchup against uh assuming Texas A&M doesn't lose again uh against Alabama they'll have the head to head matchup. Would Georgia Alabama not play in the SEC uh championship? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's okay, what I thought we're you were talking assuming. about national championship. That's why no, I was like I was no, like well that, no. I was like we're talking about I'm talking okay, about sorry. them two playing each other I was like, in I would the hate SEC. That as a national championship. Um I mean we've seen it before or we've seen Alabama LSU before. Uh that's more palatable, in my opinion. Uh, and it wasn't Alabama, Georgia before, right? They no, played... I don't know. I don't, no, I'm not saying it. What happened before? I'm saying I wouldn't like it. I'm thinking. I was thinking it might have happened at some point, but um, but I mean, if I mean, and if Alabama loses, in my in my mind, a two loss team has to drop outside. Yeah, but they won't because it's Alabama. And if Georgia loses, I mean, if it's a close game. Personally, I don't think Georgia deserves to drop out of the top four if they lose a close game. Now, if it's a blowout, Alabama, sure. But my thing is, is Cincinnati. We always we we've been touting the fact that you know anybody can get into the playoff. Well, Cincinnati goes undefeated and they don't get in, then. You know what? It, what's the point? What's the point of going what's undefeated? The, what's yeah. the point? Uh, uh, of, no, it, well, boy, do they have to go undefeated two years in a row? Then they're eligible to get in. I believe this is. I've always been. I've always been against the fourteen playoff. I think it's incredibly short sighted and stupid. Um, yeah, with I the mean, way they do it. I mean, you know, listen. I've always been sixteen team, but I get that that's a lot. You can't do that. Eight team is the yeah. right number. Yeah. You do. You do five of the, all five of the power five conferences send yeah. a representative, and then three at large bids, and so. That way, nobody's being left out. You can still take the Alabama and the Georgia, uh, but then you get to include a team like Cincinnati, and then you know that that leaves a leaves an open spot. It's I mean the problem I have with it is it's it's all about timing of when you lose. Yeah, Ohio State lost early, so they've just continued so, to and, slide. And here's up the my ranks. thing, and we're we're talking about this. I'm looking at the schedule for this weekend. I think that there is a world in which. Ohio State beat Cincinnati because they are playing Michigan State, and if they have a 
uh, substantial showing against Mich- Michigan State and win, I could see them. Go- I mean, they're already in. I mean, they just don't have to. Not Sorry, lose. I was again. I was looking at the uh, AP poll, not the yeah. Yeah, I mean the AP poll where everybody votes on it is is different than. Uh, the college football playoff is literally just a room full of, of folks that decided yeah. this. And it's, um, I think, I think, and it would be different to me if they had clear, clear, more clear cut criteria to get in. Now, uh, if Michigan state wins, which is definitely a possibility, um, Oregon, they'll Oregon, pro- Oregon plays number 24, Utah. Well, the problem is if Michigan state wins and beats Ohio state, that would make them nine and one and Ohio state eight and two. I don't see any world in which the college football playoff doesn't no. leapfrog leapfrog Cincinnati. Luckily, Cincinnati's playing a decent, you know, relatively decent SMU team who's eight and two. So it's not like they're yeah, playing. And, yeah, and and I mean we're having this full conversation, and it could be completely irrelevant. And when when if Cincinnati goes out and loses, there are there are people in the college football playoff that are hoping on their hands and knees that Cincinnati goes and loses this weekend. I personally, I don't think they should be in the playoff. I think there should be a better, better, clear cut criteria. I don't think they're one of the top four teams in the country. However, that is not what they sold us. And so I hope that they go undefeated and we get to see the absolute garbage that is, uh, that is this, uh, that is the way that this is handled. Okay. Yeah. So Georgia's got a, they're playing a, a, a cupcake game for the, which is insane for this for this week in the season. I mean, I, they're not even showing me the name of the school, but they have a 99.9% chance. Uh Charleston Charleston Southern. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what ha- I mean, I so I don't see Georgia losing, but I mean, there is a world I guess in which Arkansas could upset Alabama. I mean, obviously it's the SEC, anything could happen. I mean, it's not like it's Missouri. I mean, it's they're they're not, they're an actual football team. Um I mean, yeah, and that unfortunately I don't see a world in which Cincinnati gets in and and honestly, that's what they get for that chili. So they brought it on themselves. Yeah, I mean Skyline Chili is this is really their fault. And we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't hide that from the public. I, I mean, did like two weeks ago they were interviewing some of the Cincinnati players and they asked them about Skyline Chili and three of them were like, Oh yeah, that's trash. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't eat that. The only one who liked it, he then said that he was born and raised in Cincinnati and he's like, Well, I mean I don't even think he. I don't even think people in Cincinnati really like it, but they've been selling it to yeah. so many people for so long that they're like, they just eat. They just yeah. eat it on purpose. Sass, and I don't believe you like it. Sass, yeah, I don't think that you do. It's spaghetti. It's spaghetti with chili. With chili on it. It's gross. That's yeah. That's not. I mean that that those two things necessarily aren't gross, but like you're yeah. hyping it up as chili. Yeah. Okay. It's not like when you combine a hot dog and chili. Well, I mean, I like I like chili on spaghetti noodles. Don't get me wrong. You know, you do some sour cream and some some uh, jalapenos. I didn't like it at all. Oh, dude, it's delicious. Well, Skyline, I was it was okay. I'm not a huge fan, but this is different because I don't put you know like cinnamon and stuff in my that. I bet you money they put cinnamon in their uh, in their chili, and that's why Sass is like trying to hype us up on the cinnamon for our beer. And thank goodness we didn't listen. I put to cinnamon him. in my chili at home, just a little bit. You are Skyline, it sounds like. <laughs> you are in denial is what it sounds like over here. But, yeah, I mean, look, Cincinnati, get your chili game right. But I hope they do the right thing and uh, put you in the playoff. So then we, so then if they get in the playoff, we can just never have to have this dumb conversation yeah. again because they're going to get swat. They're going to get wiped, dude. They're going to yeah. get they're going to get flat. 
fucked. Okay. Yeah. This isn't a Boise state, Oklahoma situation in my mind because yeah, they went to a big bowl game, but when the team is expecting a national championship and they just get put in one of the big bowls, they may just like phone it in, you know, and no disrespect to what Boise state did against Oklahoma that year. But it's just not the same as going to a playoff game, in yeah. my mind. For sure. Um, all right. <clears throat> Rams are struggling. They, they they started off strong. Yeah, last night was bad for them. Uh, that I mean, the NFL, like the, the Cardinals, also not looking great. Well, I mean, quarterbackless. I mean, I'm not worried about the Cardinals right now. No Kyler Murray. Yeah, the Rams lost Robert Woods. They just acquired Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham, and they it was they looked bad across the board. Yeah. They, I mean, Matt Stafford looked. I mean, two inters again. He spotted Tennessee fourteen points. He ma- even made that comment, and then spotted San Francisco <laughs> fourteen points. I don't know if he thinks that they need a huge handicap or what, but I mean, these were bad throws that uh, that were made. They just they did not look good against San Francisco at hey, all. He he took the uh the the odds and put the uh other team's defense anytime score. Maybe maybe first touchdown score yeah. and he and he, that he messed up on the first interception, so he was just trying to get his money back. Yeah. It was uh it was uh it was a uh, an insurance thing. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to make sure they scored so he didn't lose his 20 spot. Yeah. Uh all right, we're going to uh Move on now. Uh, we've got our first month review for the NHL season. We're talking biggest winners, worst losers, surprisingliest surprise, best player, uh, who we think is going to fade away, who we think is going to, uh, you know, who, who's not doing great right now. So let's start out with the biggest winner. Who in your mind for the first month was the biggest winner? It can be player. It can be a team. That is, uh, I mean, I would have to say I'm a team we talked about the wild. Okay, I was gonna go. I was going. Well, I'm gonna save that for a surprise. Uh, I, I kind of agree. Um, the Wild have looked great. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm I'm, th- I'm trying to think of who else I might go with, but I think biggest winner would be the Wild. Yeah, I mean, just uh, in a division we thought was gonna be pretty brutal. Uh, not as many. I mean, it's it would be easy to get, sit here and say Florida, Carolina, Edmonton. With their superstar players, I mean, you could say maybe Kaprizov, but they don't really have a superstar there in Minnesota, and they're just playing really good hockey. Um, and so that that's my personal personal opinion. I think I guess you you somewhat agree on that. Uh, worst loser, I think that it has to be clearly Arizona, and within Arizona. <clears throat> Is a man who let me pull up the actual stats I had written down. I will disagree on that. I think the worst loser is definitely Montreal. Okay, uh, in my mind, I mean Arizona. Did anybody expect them to do anything? Well, I was going to zoom in on them a little bit more. And a yeah, guy go who, for it. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. Guy who had forty-one points in fifty-six games last year it was in the talks for a Norris Trophy. Jacob Chitrin um, has completely fallen off. He, he's no longer on the first power play unit. Through. Um, you know, through the first 15 games, he had a goal and assist skating to a minus 22, and he has a team worst minus. So uh, he has the high, he has the best uh, plus <laughs> minus on the team. It's by like. this same point last season, he had 11 points. I mean, he might not even make it onto that Canadian Olympic team roster now. Yeah, I mean, I look, I don't don't hear what I'm not saying. They're 
they're a dumpster fire, most certainly. But I also feel like there was little to no expectations. They lost a lot of pieces. I think there was expectations for him, though, being in the Norris Trophy conversation. So, so would it be the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes or... Yeah, that's why I was saying I was zooming in him Kittren. specifically. Okay, yeah. Kittren, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, being on the Coyotes... They've got... These, they, they've got... A, I mean, when you look at their roster... And if you take the name away from it and where they play, yeah, it's I mean, not a bad. They got Phil if Kessel. It, I mean, if it was 2015, yeah, they got a, a banging roster, Bobby. I give it to you, but dude, Phil Kessel is a is a piece to a puzzle, not a answer to a question in my mind. Um, I mean, I'm cool with putting them both, but Montreal. I mean, a team that just went to the Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs and yeah, lost a few pieces, but but also gained some pieces as well. And it's not that they're not in the playoff hunt. It's that they're abysmal. They're yeah, bad. I think that there's, and it's not just that. It's, you've got Jake Allen's not playing well. Philip Deneau walked in free agency. The Kotkaniemi situation. Tatar. Yeah, on. the Shea Weber injury hurt him. I mean, and it's not obviously not Carey Price's fault, but them losing their star goaltenders. I mean, they, they yeah. and that's why I agree with you. Like, they are a huge disappointment this year. From I can compared to expectations, and I would also say, and I would even you know now looking, I may even make the argument for Chicago as well. Uh, the expectations were high on them. They're starting to turn it around a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're still four and nine and two. So yeah. I mean, that's a big hole to dig out of. Not they impossible, row, I think. Yeah. Not impossible. They can definitely do it. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay with putting both. <clears throat> All right, so Chick a word and, oh, and um and. Montreal. So a word that I don't know exists, but I put it on there. Surprisingliest surprise. Uh, biggest surprise for you this season. Um, yeah, it has to be Anaheim for me. I go Detroit. Yeah, I mean, well, I'd seen that, and, and I, I would disagree with that because Detroit has pieces that we thought could be good. Anaheim has the same. They've trotted out the same roster <laughs> they had last year, and they're and they're playing quite well. I mean, yes, Detroit is is a massive surprise. And if if it was, you know, gun to my head, we have to put Detroit there. No, I have zero problem with that. But I just feel like, you know, we've been waiting for Detroit to do this for the last three or four years with the youth yeah. and the pieces they've added. Whereas Anaheim doesn't have that youth, doesn't didn't make any moves, didn't make a goalie goalie move. I mean, that's uh, that's that that's why they're so surprising to me. I, I like Anaheim too, especially Troy Terry. Um, uh, he is in. He has to be in consideration now for the Olympic team. He went on a 14 game point streak. Um, he that's the longest point streak in the NHL this season, even longer than Connor McDavid. Um, he has a career high in goals, 11, uh, 20 points in 15 games, matches his previous season best of 20 points through 48 games. Um, with Troy Terry in there, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, t I am quickly talking myself into it that they are the breakout story of the season. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Getzlaf, uh, left for dead type of guy. Got to get rid of him. Got to get rid of his salary. John Gibson can't play hockey anymore. Got to trade him. Got to get some pieces for him. And they're showing up to play hockey. Ricky Rax is playing, playing pretty decent hockey. Uh, I mean, I j I'm just very surprised by that. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season that <clears throat> if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season after after month one, one of these two teams is in a playoff spot, uh, 
Detroit or Anaheim, I would pick Detroit a hundred times out of a hundred times. I think Mikel isn't going to come back to the Ducks. I think he's done. Is he, is he? He's been on IR for a bit now, and I think that they he he's a uh, uh, unrestricted. Uh, uh, he he's UFA, so I don't think he's getting another. I think he's they, he he'll come back this season probably. Maybe I think he's a maybe for the rest of the season. But they honestly the way they're doing, they've been on this run without him. They probably I mean, with his big contract number. I don't see them saying thinking they need him anymore. Yeah, I mean unless they can actually make some moves with him there. Uh, I mean, yeah, but he may not come back. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's that's not the the question. The question is what surprised you the most. You said yeah. Detroit. I'm surprised by Detroit, but I'm I'm more surprised by Anaheim. Yeah, sure. no, and I, I and you've talked me into it. I agree. I agree with you on Anaheim. Uh, best player. I think that there is. There was there was the biggest headliner in the NHL, but then the best player, who in my opinion this year, Leon Drysidle. Yeah, I was actually gonna say I was gonna say the exact same thing. I mean, Connor McDavid is dominating. See that goal uh, he had where he was guarded by four guys, and he just did it all himself. Uh, I didn't, but I I could just imagine it. It's like yeah. popping up into my head. He, he went coast to coast. The rest of his team just sat there and watched. I think he was. I think it was maybe the rain, the Rangers, maybe, and all four guys. I mean, maybe five guys. Literally, he just went into the point and just scored. Yeah. Oh, I did. I actually did see that. That was a little bit ago. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it, McDavid's been killing it. He's got twenty-seven points this season. You know, seventeen assists, uh, seventeen assists and ten goals, and that's great. Leon Drysidle has fifteen goals yeah. and sixteen assists. And if you look right at just now, the, the first points. month, he had thirteen goals in the first month. He had. Uh, Led the NHL with 28 points. Um, I'm sorry, he, he did that in 13 games. He had 14 goals in the first month. He, had, he was averaging 2.15 <coughs> points per game, just ahead of, of McDavid's 1.92. Seven. He, I'm sorry. He leads the NHL in goal scored above average, 7.5, and wins above replacement, 1.4. Um, Seven power play goals. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's uh, insane. When you can score on the power play, that's, I mean, that's hard. To, it's hard to beat that for sure. I I think that the uh, the the normal answer is you know the the go to answer is McDavid and I don't I wouldn't argue that you were wrong on it but I mean Leon Draisaitl has been the best player in the NHL this season so far in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the team most likely to uh, drop, and this one you know obviously we're from here so we see it more often, but I. I'm going to go with the Preds. Um, they have a .633 point, per, uh, point percentage through 15 games a season. They're ninth best defensive team in the league with 2.6 goals a- against average. Um, and Matthew Shane is on fire right now with 16 points. And Tanner Janot, whew, man, the man is the man's a workhorse. Um, but I believe that their 8.44 shooting percentage is that is that it's unrealistic to be sustainable. Um, and the team's trailing them in the standings, the Colorado Avalanche and the Dallas Stars haven't even found like their fifth gear yet. So, I, I mean, yes, obviously anything can happen. I don't foresee the Preds keeping at this level throughout the season. I would love to see it as a fan, and it's possible. I don't think it's likely, though. Yeah, I mean, they had they do have, have a few more games played than, uh, than most there. I think mine has to be... New Jersey. I don't think they can sustain. Uh, I mean, they're they are currently in a playoff spot, I believe. Yeah, they're in the second wild card in the East. Um, I just don't think that they can sustain 
what they've been what they've been doing. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just I'm a hater. I just haven't believed in them all year. Um, so that's what I, that's who I think is going to fall. Uh, but I would not be surprised if you know Detroit or the the standard answer the or the Ducks fall. Um, I mean, because the Ducks do have have some big pieces, uh, big teams coming in from behind them as well. Uh, with the Kings and, and the, the Golden Knights, the Sharks are playing good hockey right now. Uh, the Flames are are right behind them. They have a game extra than most folks, or two games extra. So, yeah, I just I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with the Devils, but uh, with the caveat that Detroit or Anaheim could very easily slide. Um, the team who we think will improve the most, a team that I that we va- rarely see down as far as they are right now in the Atlantic. The Boston Bruins have been a uh, contender for seasons. They have had a lot of injuries this season. Uh, Tuka Rask has been out. Uh, Nick Foligno is is just now back from injury, I think, like this past week. Um, Bergeron took a long time, and Pasta and Taylor Hall had only six goals, combined for only six goals in their first nine games. Um, I mean, it's the Bruins. They have a great settlement to look on. And Bruce Cassidy is a great coach. I think that they will kind of figure it out uh, in the next month or so and, and get back to where we where they should be. Uh, me, I personally think, and maybe this is just me trying to will it into existence, but I, the Islanders. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Islanders are they're on, they're only at twelve games played, less than everybody else in the Metro. Uh, I mean, sitting at twelve points. I mean, they're nine points away from the Rangers right now without having played a home game yet. I I just don't see – maybe they don't make the playoffs, but I don't see them being the eighth team in the Metro all season. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Loving this Pittsburgh uh, down at down at seven. I hope that sustains yeah. uh, because, you know, I'm winning money if they don't make the playoffs. And I'm winning, you know, my heart and soul feels good because the Penguins don't make yeah. the playoffs. All right, guys, uh, that's it for our first month review. Uh, let's move on now. to Tell our- us how we were right or wrong. Yeah. What did we miss? Yeah. Hit us up on social media. Uh, all right. Time to move on to Games of the Week. Games of the Week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. Alrighty, we've got a score update. Uh, I'm sitting there at 19 and 8. Bondo sitting over there at 15 and 12. <sighs> I had a decent week again. Um, had an okay week. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a horrible week. Um, but I'll, uh, why don't you kick us off with your first game on Thursday? Yeah, I have the Devils and the Panthers. And just to continue my hatred of the Devils, I guess, uh, didn't, you know, didn't even think about it. Um, I got the Panthers. This is Thursday, the 18th at 6 p.m. Panthers are playing good hockey. Yeah. Uh, I've got the uh, Wild versus the Stars. Uh, Both those teams are starting to look a little bit better. I mean, obviously, the Wild have been looking great. The Stars are starting to turn around. Uh, But I think the Wild take it uh, Thursday at 7. Okay. Uh, This will be... I guess me, yeah. I yeah. Uh, Avs cracking on Friday at 9 p.m. Uh, the Avalanche really need to get a to get a win. Uh, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to take the Avalanche. I think that uh, they're going to be able to go into Seattle and uh, and take a W there. Yeah. Uh, this is Saturday or Friday the night, 19th at 9 p.m. 
Uh, I got Friday game. I got Jets versus Vancouver, uh, Canadian matchup. I think that the Jets are, I mean, it's one of two games that day. Uh, I, I think the Jets take this, and I think they take it easily. I think the, I think Vancouver is struggling. I think that they are out. They're giving it all they got out there on the ice, but they just don't have what it takes right now to compete. I am uh, my next game. It's actually your next game. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, now on Saturday at three p.m. we'll uh, we'll be I'll be over here with the with the wife and my mom. You know, celebrating a birthday. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll throw this on the old TV. Yeah, we. Uh, I've got the Canes versus the Kings. Canes have been looking red hot. The Kings have been looking real good this season. I think this is a good matchup. I take the Canes, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to overtime. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Kings could pull it out for sure. Uh, Saturday, the twentieth at nine thirty p.m., going to the West Coast. Caps playing the Sharks. I was thinking should take the Sharks on this one. Caps are looking good. Ovechkin, yeah. uh, Ovechkin scores uh, a goal in this game. Yeah. Don't know if we'll be sober enough to watch it, but we will see what happens. We'll pretend. <laughs> we'll just pretend, people. Uh, on Sunday, uh, I've got Sunday, the, Sunday, Sunday. I, I was tilting on this, and I almost changed my pick right before this, but then I kept it um, because the Islanders are on the second half of a back-to-back. I've got the Maple Leafs over the Islanders on Sunday at 630. Yeah. Um, could happen. I think the yeah. Islanders are taking it. Uh, it's it's weird to see the Islanders on the back end of that playing at home, right? Yeah. Uh, and so my Sunday game, I have the Flames Boston. Uh, that's Sunday at six p.m. the twenty first. Flames are are hot right now. No pun intended. Just kidding. Always pun intended, as so you as right you now. said. Uh, I have Boston winning this. I think, uh, like you said, they're going to try to make a pushback and and get to their rightful spot. Calgary's goaltenders, they got another shutout. I thought it was going to be Markstrom, but it was uh, whoever their backup is. So they're just racking up those shutouts this season. Yeah, they are, definitely. Uh, Maggiapane, if you uh, listen to the Maggiapane. I'm sorry, Maggiapane. If you uh, took my advice early on in uh, in fantasy, I mean, dude's got 10 goals this season. He's looking red hot right yeah. now so uh again i could see this is another one in four week for me based on my picks i mean yeah these the, i i have faith in my picks but the games that i've picked it could absolutely go the other way yeah. um all right my last game of the week sitting there on monday at 7 p.m i've got vegas first the blues both teams are the Blues have been hot this season. Vegas is starting to pick it back up. Um, this is in St. Louis. I've got the Blues taking it. Uh, it. It pains me to say, but I think that's I think that's the best game uh, of the day for people, and I think the Blues are are, are, are going to take it. Uh, I hope that um, you lose because you've sacrificed everything you truly believe in. Uh, <laughs> uh, pins, pins, Jets Monday the twenty second at seven thirty. Uh, Jets. You got the Jets winning on the the 19th. I got them winning on the 22nd. Jets are hot right now. So hot right now. So uh, taking the Jets uh, over the pins. Continue that dominance to to keep them out of the playoffs so I can win some money. All right, bro. So this time next week, we're going to come back here and talk about it when you are are 19 and 12, and I am 19 and 12. So I'm sorry, 20 and 20 and 12 uh, will, is what I will be, and you will be not good at math. 19 and 13. You got that. Taking the league. <laughs>
You got that. I, I taking the I'm league. <laughs> taking the taking the lead. I'm just gonna stop I, I talking. Think, I think I won that little. Uh, you did one side and on top. That that that, <laughs> uh, that little little tit for tat was mostly just tat, right? <laughs> I uh, I said everything, and then I uh, still ended up losing that battle. So. Kind of like my games of the week this year, huh? <laughs> All right, let's move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> this website exists. Oh, okay. A Michigan woman. I'm surprised it's not a Florida woman, but Michigan woman pleads guilty after trying to have ex-husband killed through fake rent a hitman website. And I am on that website. Your point and click solution since 1920 is the headline on that website. <laughs> no, I will not give them permissions to look at my cookies. Uh. Got issues. Click here. Merchandise coming soon. I want merchandise. It was it was created as a cybersecurity test site. Is why it was created. Uh, I've, I, you know, going through there. I want to say that the mug shots up up at the top. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Expected. Expected. Um. I just love. I just love everything about this. She used a pseudonym, <laughs> but entered her real information at the end of her service request. <laughs> ah, this is. It's too good to be true. Um. She. Met with the undercover detective uh, at a cafe where she wanted to have the ex murdered. She gave the detective his home address, work address, and work schedule. <laughs> uh, she then said she'd pay five grand for the murder at the second meeting the same day. <laughs> the same day. Uh, she, gave, she gave the detective $200 as a down payment. Like, first of all. Weak down payment. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Like she was never paying that five grand, right? Yeah, there is no way that she has access to five grand. Uh, only got nine years though, which is unfortunate. Uh, I feel like you deserve a lot more. Like that's an attempted murder, right? I don't think that you should get off easier because you're a failure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like at least get, at least get, she should have got more than that. Seems like you had a pretty strong case. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm blown away, blown away by this. Uh, she's gonna be sentenced on the 13th of January in 2022. I'll be interested to see that rena hitman that's uh that's a new one that's a <laughs> that's a new one for sure i am uh i have no no real words i mean this is just the fact that this website is like legit and i'm like look i'm like targets facebook account targets email targets twitter account submit your service request how did you hear about uh, Rena Hitman? <laughs> How did you? <laughs> it was a referral system. Like, make sure you get five percent off. Make sure you name that person so they can also get five yeah. percent off. We have a Black Friday deal right now. My buddy Bobby, he's telling me all about this. He said that it's you know it's it's random. Sometimes uh, it takes a while for the hits to be enacted. In, in order for us to maintain a hundred percent compliance with HIPAA. Hitman Information <laughs> Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. <laughs> we must use cookies uh, by continuing to use this site. 
<laughs> so that's what everyone means when they say that uh, they're talking about the HIPAA issues with COVID. It's that's not it. that. It's this. It's the it's the it's the hitman. It's the hitman hit <laughs> thing. Yeah, just mid COVID, she's like, dude. Some people are struggling out here. Like, I'm going to come I, up she, with five grand to kill my she's husband. She's like, I've been coughing in his face nonstop. Nonstop. It's not working. I went and contracted COVID specifically to give it to him because he's immunocompromised and only I caught it. Uh, I was <laughs> wild. All right. All right. Let's move into our pop culture. We're talking Shang-Chi. You fi- or Shang-Chi, you finally got a chance to see it. I saw it in theaters. It was a great movie. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely really awesome. Uh, was it Simu Lu? Uh, we? We? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, it does, but I mean, dude killed it. I, I I love him and Kim's convenience. I think he's a great actor. Honestly, some of the fight scenes in there, it's like right. uh, it's like a it's like a kid's wet dream, man. I mean, a Marvel mo- superhero movie with you know kung fu fights and uh, you know dragons, and there are just so there's so many great aspects to the movie i absolutely loved it it uh it drug you in for sure um really excited to you know got to see our boy wonk what's up with it um uh, i mean i'm 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 really excited to see the future of the 10 rings i mean this yeah. is that Aquafina this killed is killed it in that movie yeah i mean everybody did i don't really think that there was anybody that i was like oh they could have been cast better uh the guy that played his dad i forget I'm, his name is uh, escaping me right now but it was it was so well done uh, and it wasn't I don't feel like they felt the need to go overly Asian stereotype or anything. It was just a good movie because it was. Um, I'm I'm I was very pleased with it. You said, "Oh, it was, it was probably one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time," and I was like, "Oh, you know, maybe." I mean, you know, we have a similar thought process. It was really good. I mean, I, I I could definitely see it if I sat down with all the movies, seen it, seen it crack my top five for sure. I mean, you need to watch Eternals so we can eventually talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need to watch Black Widow so we can talk about that. It's on, it's on yeah. uh, Disney Plus I'll, I'll now, anyway. I'll, I'll probably, so I'll probably do that this week or something. Yeah, we we're gonna we're getting back. Uh, I promise, we're getting back but to James Bond next. week. We're gonna week. do James Bond. James <laughs> Bond next week. Uh, but all right, uh, let's move on to what are you binging? Uh, I'm on the recent. I ju- I just last night finished the most recent season of Big Mouth. Funny as hell, man. But Big, I haven't seen the new season, but yeah, Big Mouth it's is so hilarious, good. so dude. good. And this season is more insane than the previous seasons, which yeah. is saying a lot because that show is at times insane. Yeah, uh, like when it, even me, like you know, my sense even even when I'm like, whoa, that's uh, that's yeah. rough. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that I love that show. I mean. Nick Kroll, love him. Uh, John Mulaney, love him. Nick Kroll really kills it. Dude, he does yeah. so. He, he plays so many of the characters, yeah. too. I mean, he plays Coach Steve. They, they do a whole bit about. Uh, uh, got me Coach Steve. Yeah, they do a whole bit in the final. Uh, I mean, it's not really small, but they do a whole bit about how, uh, you know, because people online think that Will Arnett plays the hormonal monster. More, uh, oh. <laughs> And so they do a whole bit. And he's like, he's like, wait, I, I'm Nick Kroll? It's like, yeah, honey. It's like, I thought I was. I thought I was going on right. So did everyone else. Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. I, I think he's awesome. Uh, great. I'm, I'll have to definitely get into that. Love your secondary there. Angry redhead. 
been drinking a lot. Uh, played, you know, a couple. I, I last night I played some D and got to be as a player, not as a DM. So that's always fun. Cracked open my growler of Angry Redhead and finished it in one sitting. Yeah, uh, playing, uh, so that's always a good time. Yeah, I mean, you know, made a beer. You can't go wrong with it. And they they technically have not paid for that spot right there. But when we get our beer for next time, you just be like, yeah, you got to have to throw a little extra in. We gave you free plugs. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I had um, I gave my brother. He was here Saturday or Sunday for, for some football. Uh, him and my nephew gave him an angry redhead. Loving that beer. Uh, my what am I binging? Uh, turn Washington Spies. I loved that I, show. I saw the first season when it was out and then never got around to watching any of the other seasons because it wasn't quite out yet. But now it's all the show's all done, so I can I can binge through it. I'm uh, about midway through season two. I love shows that have historical ties or, or accuracies yeah. to it. And from what I've been able to read uh, up yeah. on it, very very i'm sure it's you know within yeah, the stories are dramatized bit, yeah. but like the the actual people are all yeah. are actual people uh can't help but uh want to spit at the ground every time benedict arnold comes on to the yeah. un, into the show um but uh i mean major john andre great i absolutely despise Captain Simcoe, and that means that he's doing a really good job yeah. of of being uh, who he's I supposed think he, to be. Uh, well, I think he was also played a really a guy like that in another, like it was a Western show where they built railroads or something. That had um, Common was in it. I know what you're talking about. Hell on it's Wheels. Hell on Wheels. Yep. He played yeah. like the Swedish guy or something like that, or the Finn. Did he? I believe I so. Is... I could be completely wrong and confusing him, but I'm pretty sure Simcoe played. That seems played... about right. I mean, yeah. he was a good actor yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's definitely one of those guys. It was a lot like the actor that played Joffrey in Game of Thrones, yeah. where you're just like, oh my gosh, I hate this guy. And I love that I hate him so much. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, because, you know, some people can't separate it. Some people hate that actor and that person yeah. whereas that me like i hate this person so much in the show which means you are phenomenal a phenomenal yeah. actor so there are so many phenomenal actors in that show uh guy that plays george washington dope uh so i'm really excited to get to to bust through the rest of that uh what am i binging uh drink wise nothing really in particular i honestly been spending a lot of my weekends lately uh getting getting everything ready for th for this party. Uh, we had weddings this weekend and it was Stephanie's family. So I drove, you know, I don't normally DD, but you know, your boy will DD every once in a while, yeah. uh, looking real fancy, you know, suited up and whatnot. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, loving the show. Really excited about this weekend uh, for her party. All right, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. This one, I've hated it for a long time, but it it, it straight up affected me in one of my bets. Um, that is absolutely how pedantic the NFL is with so many of their penalty calls. Um, it gets to the point where it makes it like you can't. It's hard. It's hard to enjoy it, even if I didn't have money on the game. Um, Najee Harris uh, scored a touchdown, got called back for a holding call, which was 
not it, it was not a holding call by any means. I mean, even the commentators, it's getting to the point now where, like, even if it's could be contru- like contruded to be a penalty, even when it's not, if you just look at it the right angle, it's like, well, I guess it could be a penalty from that angle, but not from this one. They're going to call it now. It, it's too many penalties are being called in the NFL right now, and it, it it's hurting the game. A game that I love so much is being negatively impacted heavily by the amount of penalties being called. Yeah, I can get on board with that, no question. I I fully understand the you know helmet to helmet stuff. I'm all on board with that, but there's so many other things, you know. And I think I talked about it last week with the you know they were somebody scored a thick six, which is when a you know a, a lineman scores a touchdown because he picked up a fumble and ran it in. Well, they were saying that because of it was fumbled in the backfield that it was technically it well it was it was like a fumbled pass or something and they said that he was an illegal man uh he because he wasn't when he came in he wasn't he didn't call himself a receiver or a run, or something so he wasn't allowed to to take the ball forward and so they called it back and it's just it's just getting ridiculous. Like, that's a stupid call. It's a touchdown, man. Like, it was a fumble. He picked the ball up. He ran it into the end zone. Yeah. And he dove for it. He took a big hit for it, and they call it back. It's 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 It seems like it's more against the spirit of the rules, for yeah. sure. Uh, I'm with that. I'll tell you what I, uh, what I do hate. Uh, I just thought of it on the spot. Uh, it's probably going to be a very minute amount of individuals that are also hating on this. But, like, when you're trying to... When you're trying to bet a game and it's, you're live betting it and they keep closing and opening the lines yeah. and you can't really get one in. Like, I'd rather you just keep them closed rather than opening them for half a second. Me almost get my bet in and then it'd be like, oh, sorry, that market's closed. My opinion is, is if I get my if I get it into my bet slip and it's processing you got. You should honor that. That isn't any. That, that ain't right. You know. I mean, I. It's it's very small, uh, but annoying. I mean, there's a lot of de- degenerates out there. I think a lot of people agree with you. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, you know, maybe I'll get an out. We'll get an outflow of support. It'll it'll get a hashtag. They'll have to change the whole premise. We'll we'll have to do a march on the streets for it. Yeah, uh, I would think uh, that's the only option. Uh, that that these people will listen to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. uh, Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.